Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Fresh Out the Podcast. The podcast where friends get to be enemies. I am the board game guru and game master extraordinaire, Jahananan. It's me, it's me, Casualty CDG. I'm the co-host of Fresh Out the Box and Fresh Out the Podcast. I am happy to be here this week where I can finally take the heads of both of my best friends and claim victory once and for all. And I am the media and movie mastermind of the Funhouse, Drew Munhausen. And this actually might get a little tense here. I mean, y'all joke, but there could be some some mean words thrown in somebody's direction. Um, So as y'all know, you know, football season's about to start up. Um, For those that play fantasy football, things like that, people are having their drafts at this time. So that's a popular topic. So I, I've actually come up with our own draft to do today, but it is an MCU draft. Okay, so uh-huh. this is this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. Okay, but first off, there are some things that I have some some ground rules that I have to establish with with both of you today. Okay. So I have listed in a doc that I've shared with you every MCU film, of which there are 29, and every MCU live-action TV show, of which there are six. I already see the fat kid on the bench who doesn't get picked. (laughs) (laughs) I already see Eternals over there (laughs) sitting on the bench. Last one to go. I don't want that kid on my dodgeball team. So that's 35, right? And there's three of us. So that leaves um, somebody without a pick. So in order to rectify that, I have an extra spot. And I, I will leave it to you all to for what will fill that spot. Because I have three suggestions for the third spot. Um, One. <laughs> that's actually better than what I had planned. Um, one, I was going to say... We do Marvel's What If, the animated series that came out, because I did not include it as part of the, because everything on here is live action. And I, I not that I'm, uh, you know, discriminating against animated shows. I just didn't include it because it's it's not in the same canon as everything else, which people will argue. But anyway, so that's that's one option. Option two, She-Hulk, which we're only two episodes into at this point. So we haven't even seen it all the way through. Or option three. Wakanda Forever, the next Black Panther movie, which doesn't even come out until November, but we can include it in the draft if we want it to. So of those three choices, which would you all rather have filled the last spot? I'd say what if. I I knew that was going to be Jahan's answer. I would say She-Hulk because it it fits the criteria of the rest, except that it's just not done yet. But it is live action. It's part of that same cinematic universe, uh, which I think is a big deal. You know, it's not outside of the canon. It is canon. Johan, do you have any counter-arguments to defend What If? Or are I you mean, okay What If this? is technically canon. So, it's multiverse. But, other than that, not really. I mean, it has all the same actors, it has all the same people, everyone. Well, I mean, it has a couple different voice changes, but... Um, and it's done. You know? Well, lucky for you all, this was my idea, so I get the deciding vote. And you're going to pick Tom Brady. And I'm going to pick She-Hulk, I think, for this. 
And only because, and Jahan, it's something that you, but only because I haven't seen What If. <laughs> you haven't seen What If? Jeez. No. Uh, I, t- I watched the first two episodes, and that's it. Um, and She-Hulk, I think, is a little bit more interesting as far as the draft goes, because I think that any one of us could take it, and I think What If, Jahan will take it regardless, so I'm, it's a little less predictable with She-Hulk. That's my other reasoning. That's actually a good point. It's fair. So, I have no objection. The, the way this is going to work is I actually have a randomizer on on my screen here that will determine the draft order. So it it's will be weird. randomized. It's weird that you came up with the draft list and the draft game and that you have the randomizer. It's just, isn't that weird, John? That's, that's you know? Is he cheating? Yes. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah, you've, there's some kind of there's some kind of stink, isn't there? Isn't there I don't, some kind of I don't know how you stink? win, so I don't know how. Oh, that's that's achieve. the great part. You don't win. Um, the don't only win. way you win is by defending your team at the end uh, afterwards. So the way this is going to work is we will determine the draft order, and oh like in some fantasy sports, this will be a snake-like draft. So whoever gets the first pick. Then somebody will get the second pick, and somebody will get the third pick, and then the person who got the third pick will get the fourth pick, and then back to the person that had the second pick, and back to the person that had the first pick, and then that person will have two picks in a row. So So it will go back and forth, like a snake. Like a snake! Um, This is how it's done in fantasy football, which Jahan football is a sport um, that people play with a ball on a field. Um, Okay, bench warmer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So if, uh, without further ado... I will go ahead and determine the order. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. I I could pick up my laptop camera so y'all can see it, but I promise it's if, here on my screen. If you it's cheat big... at this, it says more about you than it does the laptop, about us. The laptop software is bugged. It wouldn't matter if you showed it to us or not. I, I don't, it it's doesn't a, matter. It's, it's a, a spinning wheel. You, you might be able to see the reflection of the spinny wheel in my, in my glasses, so... Um, there are only three names on this wheel. It is Drew, Gary, and Jahan, and I'm going to spin it now. All three spinning. names on the wheel are Drew, and I wonder who goes first. And it has landed on Jahan with the first, first pick. So Jahan will have the first pick. He's what, trying which, not to make the cheating look too obvious. And what are the, what are the criteria means here? Gary will have the second pick. Which means by default, I you get two in a row. Wow! Have the third pick. Um, I'll have two in a row. Then Jahan will have two in a row. Then then I'll have two in a row. And Gary will always only get one. So that will be wow. fun for him. This seems stacked, doesn't it? Doesn't it, Jahan? You know what? <laughs> so you're building out your roster. You're building out what you think is the most rounded team. Say, okay, we can do a Twitter poll, right? We can do a poll. And have people vote on who they think has the best lineup. Well, we'll argue um, it, and then we can do, like, a people's champion or something. Exactly. So, I, I think that from, from looking at this list, I have a pretty solid idea of the three movies that I think will go within the first picks. But Gary has been known to throw me for a loop in previous drafts. I have been in a fantasy league with Gary before. Um, Gary does like to throw curveballs during drafts. Uh, he's actually quite good at it. Do a quarterback first, see if we can pick up the highest scoring quarterback. Some of them do defy logic, but we we can begin this draft, Jahan, with the first pick of the draft between all of these 
29 movies and 7 TV shows. What will be your first pick of the draft? Uh, I feel like I'm going to have to go with the most perfect finale ever. Uh, Avengers Endgame would be the first round pick here. Good pick. Good pick would have been my first pick. It's a good pick, well, yeah. If we're being honest here. It's okay because my first pick is still there. He he didn't he didn't snag what I'm looking at. Ooh, ooh. I'm a Captain America Civil War guy. I love seeing uh, Spider-Man come out swinging. You get some Ant-Man. You got Paul Rudd up in that piece. You got the whole ensemble cast with just enough not to get bored of him. Uh, everybody steals the show in that movie somehow. This is uh, the first appearance of Chadwick Boseman in the MCU as Black Panther. The first appearance of Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Are, what, are, are there any other first appearances in there other than I know Zemo is in it. Uh, any other debuts in Civil War? I can't remember. I think that's it. No, Those this are... is also Bucky's big like hero switch movie where he really becomes ingrained as a good guy. This is true. Well, you all have left it open for me to take two powerhouse films here. Thor's. Um, I'm pretty sure I know one of them. Lucky for me is that I... It doesn't matter in which order I take these. So my first pick um, is going to be Avengers Infinity War. Yep. That's what I would have done, too. <laughs> which... I actually don't like as much as Endgame. Um, I know some people do like Infinity War more than Endgame. I would have taken Endgame over this one, but alas, I uh, I do not get that option today. So, and then for my next pick, I have to go the Spider Man. I have to take Spider Man No Way Home. No Way Home is not the one I would have taken. Interesting. No Way Home. Well, it is back to you, Gary. Uh, it is it is open season for you here to take whatever you like. Uh, I think that I think that I've, I know what Jahan's going to pick. So I, I think if I make a choice now, I can get what I want in three picks also. Uh, so I'm going to risk it here, and I'm going to not pick something that I really want. What I'm going to pick instead is Guardians of the Galaxy. The first Ooh, one. Not... I almost did it. I almost did it. That is a good choice. That not is the a good one choice. with a sentient planet that had sex with his mom. That one's not as good the second time around. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first Guardians of the Galaxy, Batista, I'm talking about uh, that guy from The Hangover voice in that little mouse guy <laughs> i'm talking about the fat dude from parks and rec with a laser gun uh you know that's a good one that's a good flick that's a good pick man that's a good pick go for it Jahan. you got the double double now man this is hard this is getting hard already uh i would not have gone with no way home i would have gone with far from home buddy that's why i'm gonna pick. interesting interesting you would have gone with far from home far that's from crazy home. to me all three of us have a fa- different favorite Spider-Man movie. Is that officially your your next pick, John? Yeah, Is Far From Home your one. second pick? And then, yeah, so that's my that's my second pick. And then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna grab the first one of these. I'm gonna come out swinging. Oh. I'm gonna take Wandavision. Dang it! I honestly thought Wandavision was gonna fall to the next 
time it came around to me. I thought I was going to Wandavision is a strong pick, I feel. Uh, I feel like that one is going to really come in clutch during arguments. Because uh, <laughs> that's one of the best things they've ever put out, period. Uh, but yeah. I don't even know why this gave me like a mini heart attack because this doesn't matter at all because we're doing an MCU draft, but I'm so happy that my thing is still here. Uh, <laughs> Spider-Man. Give me Spider-Man Homecoming. Give me Marvel's return to Spider-Man with the big screen uh, and Vulture. Vulture was such a great bad guy. I will always argue he's one of my favorite bad guys in the MCU because he's just so believable and relatable. Uh, and he sort of answered those questions of, what happened to all of those black market weapons? Didn't they go somewhere? Uh, they did, and they came back around. Yeah. Uh, love it. The thing that I find interesting about this already is that um, we're only in the third round, and already all three Spider-Man movies in the MCU have been taken, and each one of us have one of them, which I think is interesting. Spider-Man so, go hard. Spider-Man go hard. Yes. So I, I'd like it's to see the It's also worth noting, we each got the one that we wanted, which is cool. <laughs> yeah. You got the one with Jake Gyllenhaal. He go hard, man. That, I wish that, that one's so Gyllenhaal. good, man. This is now the part of the draft where it starts to get a little bit more difficult because I feel like we've taken a lot of the top tier, what I would describe as tier one and even tier two films. I feel like we're getting in the bottom of tier two and starting to move into tier three. I say that with, without any limit of how many tiers there are. There might be like eight different tiers, the way that I'm categorizing it in my head right now. But okay. See, I, think, I think there's still some top tier stuff out. I think... I'm looking at this list. I'm looking through them all. There's still one, two, three. Ba, 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 ba. I think ba, I ba, have ba, ba, to ba. go... The, the first Avengers film. The, the, the first team up. Um, gosh, 2012 Drew was just marking out for this film so hard. I've seen that movie I, like 35 times at least. Yeah, I have seen it a lot too. I saw it with my dad in theaters on opening weekend. Um, I had been looking forward to it since the day that Iron Man came out in 2008 and we saw that post credit scene with Nick Fury um, I couldn't believe that it was really happening uh, when it came out and now here we are with four Avengers <laughs> films out there and a lot of other heroes and team ups and characters that I thought we would never ever see on the big screen so yeah if Avengers had still been around happened. on my pick I would have I would have snagged that up this time yeah I'm I think that's top that. tier I agree, I agree. And then for the next one, this is where it gets interesting. I have two that I'm between. And I don't think that either one would be around. One of them might be around the next time it comes to me, so I will take the one that I think for sure won't be, which is Thor Ragnarok. Mm, that's a good pick. I'm going okay. to take Thor Ragnarok. With my fourth pick in the draft. Very interesting. More Paul Rudd Ant Man for me, baby. Wow. See, I told you, Jahan. Gary likes to 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 come out of the blue with something you're just not expecting. Yeah. Ant Man is the kind of thing that you can watch if you're not even in a superhero mode. 
Uh, it's a family movie. It's funny. It's fresh. Uh, it's not just stuck in this kind of superhero box that I think a lot of the Marvel movies are. Ant-Man's also a heist movie and kind of a funny... Uh, it's, it's a comedy on top of everything else. Such a, It's a good pick. It's a good pick. Uh, I think Ant-Man is overall underrated, and especially the turmoil it went through with the, the Edgar Wright situation when it was being made and him leaving the project. And uh, it turned out to be solid. I like Ant-Man. I like Ant-Man. In the past calendar year, I've gone back and watched a whole lot of these Marvel movies, and Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp both hold up. They're both still very good. Uh, I'm gonna have but to... you took the first one first. Interesting. <clears throat> are these in chronological order? These are in chronological order. Uh, well, I'm gonna take it all the way to the very beginning. Uh, I'm gonna grab me the original Iron Man movie. Good pick. Such a good Fresh. movie. That movie. That movie holds up in every way. I watched it recently, and it is a fantastic movie. It's Tony Stark coming to reality and becoming Iron. It's such a good movie. And none of it would have been possible without his Muslim friend. So set the new standard for superhero movies. It took them from Tobey Maguire Spider-Man Three to Iron Man One. Uh, there's a big difference in the quality of movie there, and I think that's really important that you picked that one. That's a great one. Yeah, I I, I saw it there. I'm like, man, Iron Man, Iron Man's coming home with me. It's like the Beatles of superhero movies. Even if you don't love the Beatles, you have to respect what they did for music and sort of you know just their performing and their tours and what they were. Uh, Iron Man did it for superhero movies, man. It, it, they arrived. Yeah, Iron Man. Iron Man was was big. It was it was such a good. I don't know. In every way, I love all the different scenes. I love the original Iron Man suit. You know, all that stuff happening. Just so cool to see for the first time. I get excited thinking about it. It's so. it's not. You know, I, this is nothing new because I think a lot of people were in the same boat. But I just remember, you know. I was a pretty big comic fan and collector in high school and Iron Man came out my freshman year of college at the end of my freshman year of college. And so I remember when they cast Robert Downey Jr. And thinking that's that's a choice, <laughs> you know, that's a risky yeah. choice. And um, and then I remember that first trailer came out and it looked really great. But I still at that time was like Iron Man in the comics at that point was a a B tier character, maybe even a C tier character. Like he was in the Avengers, but he really wasn't doing much else. Um, and then all of a sudden that movie came out and it was good. It revitalized the character and it made the Iron Man comics, one of the top comics, you know, at that point, then they were putting top writers, top artists on it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was just crazy. I just I couldn't believe that of all the Marvel characters, they were making an Iron Man movie. And, uh, and, and now look where we're at. Yeah. Couldn't Man, have all this without it. Iron Man changed the world. Great pick, Jahan. Thanks. That, that could have been a first round pick, and it, I think you could have defended that. Yeah, yeah, that definitely. Like that, I see this sitting there. I'm like, I gotta take it home. Uh, and then I'm really hoping my one of my other picks will still be there when I come back around. I'm gonna have to jump on this one early. Uh, I'm going to go Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. You son of a bitch. I feel like that's a strong pick as well. And so far, I'm liking my list. My list is mighty. That's uh, that's a bold pick, John. I I don't know if I would have picked it this early, but, um, you know, to each their own. To each their own. 
that Drew is not going to take this away from me, so I'm going to do the same thing again. I'm going to hope that Drew skips it on the double. Uh, so I'm going to pick up... Uh, you can't pick up. It's a Pixar movie. Yeah, I'm gonna pick up. I'm gonna pick up Loki this time. Pick up Loki right now. Wow. Son of a bitch. That's what I almost picked. That's what pick I almost up. picked. We snag Loki. We'll see what Drew does with his double, and then I'll figure out where I'm gonna go. I almost this is interesting Loki. because it's it's truly showing the differences in taste here. Because yeah, there's a lot of stuff I would have taken before those. So that means that uh, the next one's a gimme. I, I thought this was going to go sooner. Um, for a long time, I considered this to be one of, if not the best MCU movie. But there are others that I've become more nostalgic for since. But at the time, I thought it was one of the most well-crafted. And it's Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Uh, People give this... that movie a lot of hate. Uh, but I personally agree with you. Like, yeah, I mean, this this introduced Anthony Mackie as Falcon. It's introduced, uh, well, reintroduced Bucky Barnes, but as the Winter Soldier this time. And uh, this was also the Russo brothers' entrance into the MCU, who obviously ended up becoming huge figures since they went on to do Civil War and Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. And now they are... Um, household names for for as far as directors go although we all we did our gray man podcast and uh none of us were too too high on that one but uh their most recent uh winter soldier is one of those movies that you could have changed the names and not had it be related to marvel and it still would have been a really good movie right true it could have been a maybe not a bond movie but something of of those yes exactly (laughs) it could have been a book man i mean the battle of the triskelion dude is one of my favorite things to ever happen on screen that's a good pick i think there's still a lot of good movies on the board here there's a there's still an avengers movie out there there's guardians movie um but as of right now i don't have a single uh i don't have a single origin film on my list and i'm going to change that now i am going to take shang chi and the legend of the ten rings a movie that i really enjoyed uh that i think i had low expectations for and therefore ended up really being surprised by it and really liking i'm judged by the response that maybe this is not a film that was on y'all's radars uh Maybe not right now, but I mean, it's still a good pick. I think it did. I think that movie, it definitely blew my expectations out of the water. And you know that bus scene is such a good fight scene. I mean, it, it, it's a good pick. I think I'll ever forget the bus scene. You're right. It's it's really iconic. Um, but there are a lot of things in that movie that I thought were pretty forgettable. Even though they were cool at the time, these huge landscapes of like ancient China with all of the colors and the magic. Uh, they just sort of all blend together to me, and it was just sort of a forgettable experience altogether, but the bus scene was awesome. The bus scene was good. Yeah, definitely one of the biggest critiques of that movie was the big CGI fest finale of just CGI dragons and who knows what's going on. And yeah, I get it. I get the critique. But I liked the journey to get there, so um, so I've taken it. I feel good about it. I feel good about it. Okay. I, I'm torn. I'm torn here. Uh, I'm gonna go with Hawkeye. 
Damn it. I was going to grab that one. Gimme, gimme that Hawkeye business. I'm surprised you picked it. I thought it was safe once it got past your... So, here's my thing is... I was either going to get Hawkeye or I was going to get Black Panther. And I'm pretty sure that no matter what happens, I'm not going to have those when it comes back to I was going to pick Hawkeye and Black Panther. Yeah, that's, that's what I figured. I had to get one. Does that mean it's safe to say that Black Panther is going to be your next yeah, pick? Yeah, let me go ahead and grab Black Panther up. Uh, such, it introduces Wakanda. I mean, it's such a good movie. Um... Yeah, they really they really crush it in that movie. Michael B. Jordan's a really good bad guy, uh, and then T'Challa is perfect in every way, never to be equaled. Um, I don't know what they're gonna do in the new one, man. Don't know. Uh, but Chadwick Boseman, you can't just replace him. It's just I don't know. Yes. What an iconic movie, and just. It changed. It also changed the world. One of the highest grossing, if not the highest grossing, Marvel movie, right? And and uh, let's not forget. Well, it, yeah, I think it was outgrossed by Infinity War and Endgame. Uh, Fair, but uh, domestically, it's still high up there um, with all the movies that Top Gun Maverick was surpassing recently. I don't know if it passed Black Panther domestically. I'd have to look. Um, but anyway. Yeah, I, I, and it's worth noting, Black Panther, the only MCU movie to be nominated for Best Picture at the Academy Awards. Mm. Hell yeah. And it's all mine. Uh, it's getting hard. It's getting hard now. Yeah, this is where this is where it gets fun, because it gets into the stuff where you're, you're trying, you're hoping you don't end up with the stuff that you don't want. Yeah. Who's going to get that Thor the Dark World? <laughs> oh, I was going to go with that now, actually. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I would rather have Dark World than Eternals. <laughs> probably same, honestly. Uh, I Dark World has a shorter runtime. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to go with... Do I want to? Am I sequeling it? Am I going with the sequel here? I'm going to go with Ant-Man and the Wasp. Nice. Oh, wow. Ant-Man and the Wasp. It sets up uh, so well for Endgame. One of the best end credit scenes. Uh, just really, really cool how Paul Rudd came out of that. Uh, I love in the beginning of Endgame where he pops out of the van. Uh, and who is it? It's, it's Chang from Community, right? That lets him out of the cage. Uh-huh. It is. Just so fun. I like it a lot. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. I actually was surprised that Gary took original Ant-Man over Ant-Man and the Wasp. Because I think it's a better movie. Uh, no hate on Ant-Man. But Yellow Jacket kind of sucked. And, uh, you know, you got Ghost in this one with uh, all that fun microverse stuff going down. So, yeah. I mean, I thought that, that Ghost kind of sucked. As, uh, I, th- I thought that Ghost had a really cool power, but was just sort of an uninspired performance. I like your performance. Now, Jahan, you know why Chang, a.k.a. Uh, Ken Jong, was in that movie, right? Do you know you know this factoid? I know that a lot of people from Community are in the MCU. And it's because the Russo brothers worked on Community as, I think, producer. They might have even been executive producers, but they had directed several episodes of Community. They were heavily involved in that show. 
um, which is why a lot of those cast members have made periodic cameos throughout. I think Abed is in. I can't think of the actor. Da- Winter, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Um, I know the Dean is in Civil War. Uh, yeah, Jim Rash. Yes, Jim sure Rash. I can't. Jim I don't have the actors' Rash. names in front of me. I think he's the voice of the Riddler right now in the Harley Quinn he is. show. He and he is. is hilarious. I love Jim. I'm watching Community again right now. I'm in like season three or something. Uh, and like season one was kind of. I was like, okay, this is kind of funny. I remember it being better. Season two and on, it, I, I I die laughing often. It's pretty good. Um. I'm taking Iron Man 2. Interesting. Wow. This is actually much maligned by a lot of people. A lot of people are not fans of Iron Man A lot of people are not fans of it. I am not one of them, however. I will back this pick. Thank Uh, you. Yeah. This is is Mickey Rourke, right? Yeah. This is Mickey Rourke stomping around, swinging at base cars. Uh, And this is also the guy who is secretly Edward Norton in disguise, right? Uh, isn't this also the one with Army and his drones? Oh, where it has uh, Justin Hammer played by <laughs> Sam Rockwell. Yeah. yeah, Sam Rockwell and Edward Norton. That's actually the same guy. Edward Norton is performing uh, as Sam Rockwell. I'm a big Sam Rockwell fan, and he's good in it, but he's just, you know, not a very memorable villain. However, this was the one that introduced uh, Black Widow, introduced Scarlett Johansson into the MCU. So I don't have an Iron Man movie yet, and I'm not a big fan of Iron Man 3. Uh, Iron Man 1, of course, John picked that up. What a great pick. So I'll, I'll take two. I'll take the second best Iron Man movie, in my opinion. I, I, I'll i agree. Iron Man 2, I don't have any of the... I've heard the complaints. I don't feel like most of them are justified. I think Mickey Rourke is a great villain in this. Uh, I enjoy his reasons for disliking Tony, and I enjoy the way he chooses to go about doing something. And I like that he finds this confidant in Justin Hammer. Uh, and then it just, I don't know, the drone fight at the end, sick. The the, the uh, creation of War Machine is sick. And then, yeah, I don't know. Great, War Machine. And we're going to get more War Machine content in the future, right? In Armor Wars. Yeah, so we'll, we'll harken back to some of this stuff. That's, that's cool. This might be cooler than... Yeah, I'm pretty sure Justin but... Hammer is going to be involved. So Sam Rockwell is going to come back, blah, blah, blah. Sammy. Let me let me ask you this. Um, now, regardless of behind-the-scenes stories and things like that, from a pure acting and performance standpoint, this might be hard to ask, but obviously, famously, in Iron Man 2, Don Cheadle replaced Terrence Howard. Yeah. Who, Terrence Howard played uh, the role of War Machine. Why can I not think of Rody. his name? Rhodey. Thank you, James Rhodes Rhodey. Uh, he played Terry played him in the first movie, apparently uh, made some high demands uh, going into the second movie, and they said nope, and replaced him with Don Cheadle, who I really do like Don Cheadle in the role, but if you go back and watch the first Iron Man, I think Terrence Howard was very good in it, too. So I love Terrence Howard uh, for the role. Don Cheadle's great, uh, but it's always upsetting when they replace an actor. I was going to say, do you have, like... I, I don't know if you can fairly choose a preference between the two because we've gotten, you know, 
a lot of appearances of Don Cheadle throughout and only one of Terrence Howard. So it's not, you know, you can't I mean, properly weigh the two, but is there a preference? I, my preference is always the original actor stays because that's just better. It's better for everyone involved. It's better for the movie, better for the the series. Uh, so Terrence Howard, I like Don Cheadle probably better. Uh, Don Cheadle does a great job, but Terrence Howard just staying with that, you know, just the continuity of it on screen. It's just weird when they switch actors, man. I'm a Don Cheadle guy all the way. Uh, Don Cheadle or go home. So I, I'm I'm super happy they picked Don Cheadle. And I've, I actually find it really strange that Terrence Howard made such high demands, but Don Cheadle's paycheck was less than what Terrence Howard was asking for. That's That, to me, is surprising. Fair enough. Maybe he needed like fresh human blood or something. They weren't prepared. Yeah, yeah well, that I was... have uh, I've successfully delayed you you all a little bit so I could really decide and make up my mind since I am next to pick here. It was some um, clever procrastinating on on my part. I'll, I'll take credit there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with my most out of left field pick. Y'all have had a few picks that have surprised me. I think this one's gonna be surprising. I don't think anybody would take this. Definitely not now, if even ever. But I'm gonna take it. I'm going to take Black Widow, and here is why. Two words: Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. Yeah is wonderful in this movie she steals the show i think that she is going to have a lot to show in future mcu movies because obviously elena is going to come back um could potentially even be the next widow in the avengers we will see will probably definitely be in the thunderbolts movie um i love florence Pugh as an actress i love her in pretty much everything that she's she's been in I was really excited when she was cast in the MCU and uh, I went into Black Widow with low expectations and actually came out liking it a lot more than I expected to I think it's a solid spy movie, uh, regardless of its spot within the MCU, kind of similar to how we spoke about the Winter Soldier. And uh, yeah, so I'm picking Black Widow pretty much based on Florence Pugh alone, and uh, I feel good about it. I feel good about it. Was this on either of your radars? Not really, uh, not not right now. I I might have come around to it before several things that are still left, but uh, I hated Black Widow. I thought they cheapened uh, Scarlett Johansson so much. And while you're right, they did build up Yelena. Uh, Scarlett Johansson crashed cars, she crashed motorcycles, and she got her ass beat by basically everyone the entire movie, and then had to go find her family who had abandoned her as a child to get help from them. Uh, and even though it all worked out, it was just kind of like a really strange last-ditch effort for her to just be like, the people who abandoned me, that's who will save me. Uh, it just really just did a number on, on the character for me in a really bad way. I did not like that movie. I think that if it had come out at the right time when it was supposed to, uh, in the continuity, it would have been great. If it had come out before she died in Endgame, it would have been a great movie. Uh, <laughs> like... They, they really shot themselves in the foot there. Um, but I also like Black Widow. I thought it was a great spy thriller. Uh, the Red Room was sick. You know, all the, like, secret spy stuff going on in the world where they have all these plants all over the place and they're women. And really cool stuff. Um, I wish that we had to deal with that fallout a little more. 
You know what I mean? Uh, that's one of the things that I've gotten a little annoyed with the MCU more in the, in the later parts. Because uh, after Endgame, you stop seeing as many ripples immediately. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, obviously, there's the multiverse stuff, but even that, like, didn't really do what it was supposed to, in my mind. Um, but, you know, I always thought there was going to be more dealing with the blip and dealing with, uh, you know, the freeing of all the Black Widows and just all these other things. Uh, you know, hopefully we get it. It like, is pretty cheesy how at the end of that movie it ends with her going to the ship and she's basically like, all right, going to go save my friends now. See y'all in Avengers Endgame. Bye. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I do. I do get another pick here, and this is where it gets a little bit tougher because I have a few of these that I still like somewhat. Um, but I'm. Out. They're all somewhats. They're all kind of somewats. I think I'm gonna take the last Avengers movie off the board. Uh, oh, I'm gonna man. take Avengers: Age of Ultron. Ooh, I told you I went back and watched a bunch of these recently. Age of Ultron did not hold up. That one was I, hard to watch. I had only seen it in theaters, I think, until... I think after WandaVision came out, I finally rewatched it. And yeah, I agree. It's not my favorite. It is very strange going back to it when... Uh, you know, because this introduced Elizabeth Olsen. And she had the, the accent that just kind of disappears after this movie. Um, there were some okay sequences, right? Like I remember the Hulk buster being kind of cool. I remember thinking the party scene was funny where we first see captain America trying to lift Thor's hammer and you, and you see it shift just a little bit. There's some memorable moments. Um, but, I, but not as many as you would think for an Avengers movie. I mean, they're kind of few and far between in hindsight. Um, yeah, I probably liked made... Age Ultron more than both of you, but uh, it's not, it's not the greatest movie ever made for sure. Well, good. I'm glad that I took it before you could. Intro vision, man. It's, uh... Now that you've made the epic mistake of taking a terrible Avengers movie, uh, you left me wide open to take Thor: Love and Thunder, Damn. arguably the only uh, the only other decent Thor movie after Ragnarok. I was gonna grab that one. You can have it. You can have it. One. This has only aged poorly in my mind since I wasn't high on it when we saw it, and I'm probably even lower on it than I was then. I, like I might it. rewatch this. This is coming to Disney Plus in a couple weeks, and I might rewatch it when I can watch it home and my expectations are managed. But man, this is not this. I didn't like it at the time, and it has not held up well in my mind either. Two words, man. Christian Bale. It's uh, yeah. a good pick, Gary. <laughs> Christian Bale was a great bad guy, and and in my in my little in my little bird brain, what I remember is how hilarious the farewell was in the beginning with Thor just not leaving the Guardians of the Galaxy and pretending like it was his <laughs> ship and they were his best friends. Uh, that to me was funny enough for for this to make my list. Uh, looking at what else is left, uh, there there were some memorable moments in in Love and Thunder. All right. So for my pick, picks I, you get two in a row here. For my picks, I'm still really sore at Gary for taking Loki and Hawkeye. I'm not gonna lie, I wanted both of those and I get neither. Uh, those are good picks, specifically Hawkeye. That one really hurts me, man. 
the the arrow bridge scene is one of my favorite scenes. Uh, I love it. I love it so much. I, uh, the reason I'm picking Hawkeye is because I'm reserving it for Christmas. I'm I'm, I'm gonna watch it at Christmas time, so I got dibs on Hawkeye. Yeah, maybe like a tradition. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's a good Christmas uh, show. Yeah, for sure. Uh, until Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas Extravaganza comes out, that's supposed to be a thing. But for my pick, my first pick here, uh, I'm kind of surprised it lasted this long. I'm gonna go with the other Doctor Strange movie, uh, the Origins of Doctor Strange. I like the first Doctor Strange movie. I also like it. I think it's really good. I think it's a great intro to him. Uh, and he's such a dick. He's just such a dick in that movie. If I, I remember thinking. Taken... Doctor Strange, it would have been Multiverse of Madness. I, I don't think I touched the first one. I Probably the same for me at this point. I think when I first saw Multiverse of Madness, I thought I liked the first one more, but when I rewatched Multiverse of Madness, I had a pretty good time with it, and I still really like the Raimi of it all. It has aged better since, to me. Yeah, they've been teasing Bruce Campbell coming back in like a bigger role or something, uh, so that's exciting if that happens. Man... We're getting we're getting down there now, though. And I just realized that the way that the draft is playing out, Jahan gets the ultimate last pick. So Jahan, you will automatically get whatever's left at the end. Crap! I get the I that. get the garbage. All right, let me go. Whoo! <laughs> Between a couple here, a lot of origin movies. A couple. Here. There's three origin movies. Four. Five. There's five origin movies, technically speaking. Uh, but I'm going to go with the one with the most hero origins. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not picking the Eternals. Eight hero origins. You can't argue that. hundred minutes. The most origins. Um, I'm going to go with uh, maybe a weird pick for you guys, but I really enjoyed, because uh, like I was just complaining about, this in this show they deal with the aftermath of stuff. They show you the problems that come post blip, and that was important for me to see. I'm taking the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay. I was probably gonna take it if it came back to me. To be honest with you, a so. lot of people talk crap about. It. Uh, people say it's not the best, but I mean they address the, one of the biggest happenings in the MCU, and all, everything else kind of skirts it. They're like, oh. They're back now, woo, no issues. But this one, they talk about how the world was almost a pristine paradise because Thanos was right. <laughs> and, you know, it's just, it's it's really good stuff. Also- We've talked about this before. I think I've, I've mentioned this, so not to sound like a broken record, but I still think that that aerial combat scene in the very first episode of how the so series good. opens is one of the best action scenes. Definitely one of the best action scenes in the MCU shows, but honestly, I think it ranks up there among some of the better ones in the MCU. I, I still think it's very memorable. I liked the series. I liked the dynamic between Falcon and Winter Soldier. I thought the action was good. I liked the Captain America suit that he ends up in. Very much end. so. I think it maybe had a little bit of a villain problem throughout, but I didn't mind because I liked seeing Captain America and the Winter Soldier. I mean, the villain problem of it all is complicated because, like, who is like the villain is like I don't know an the organization government? or a group. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It's, it's like it's Brad, It's I mean, for some of it, it's the United States government. Uh, but I love anti-cap. 
I love, uh, I like the Flag Smashers. I thought they were a great idea, and I would love to see them come back. I like um, the Flag Smashers, too, just where they fit into the lore. Uh, they have a nice little spot of this group of believable supervillains that, that actually has a, a cause that is just. It's uh, a good cause, you, yeah. You know, I like a villain that you can that you can get behind. That, that's in a compelling villain makes a story, man. If your villain's crap, the story's going to be crap no matter how good everything else is. Yeah, and then there's also uh, the Zemo of it all. Uh, good stuff. We get to see Baron Zemo being, and then when uh, I forget what they're called. What are the what are the Royal Guard of Wakanda? What are they called? They have a cool name. Oh, that's right. I forgot that they were. When she takes Bucky's arm, <laughs> like that, that fight scene was out of control. This, this has some of the greatest fight scenes. Captain America uh, tends to have them because it's all kind of on within the spectrum of human possibility, just to an extreme. So it's like cranked up Jason Bourne fights all the way through. Uh, and yeah, the the way the Falcon has always used his his wings. In just so many creative ways, has always been really cool. Uh, I love the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I actually feel like this pick is really strong at this point in the game. I think that's a good pick. Give me Moon Knight. A good I pick. want my boy Oscar Isaacs. Pick. Even though this isn't one of the greatest Marvel flagship shows, it doesn't have any bleed over with any other content. I think it was a stellar performance just from from. Uh, Oscar Isaacs. Arguably one of the best performances in the MCU, yeah. Uh, but some of the CG looked like crap, and that's why it's down here at the, in the bottom <laughs> level of choices. Uh, but I'm not picking it for the overall, I'm picking it for the performances. Um, I also recently read, I read today actually, that Oscar Isaacs' Moon Knight is not in the splash for She-Hulk's newest episode. Uh, which means it only made the Marvel intro splash for three projects and it's back off. Uh, no telling what that means for the future of Moon Knight. I did notice, because when I saw Thor Love and Thunder in theaters, Moon Knight was in the splash for that, but the place where he was in it was replaced with Miss Marvel in She-Hulk. So, yeah, I I noticed that as They're well. They're sliding it over to the new MCU Dark logo. That would be okay if they slide it over with the Daredevil shows. And Daredevil, Punisher, Blade. Yeah, that's where it should be, anyways. And if that's a the thing they're doing, great. If not, I would hate to. You know, I'd like to see a little bit more Moon Knight. I feel like we barely got any Moon Knight. You know, all we got was Oscar Isaac's uh, losing his goddamn mind in England and Egypt. I want to see uh, him touch the MCU. Yeah, I want to see him fight somebody. Yeah, just let me see him lose to somebody. I don't even care. Just let me see it. I want, I want to hear it. about y'all talking about MCU Dark or Marvel Dark or Marvel Knights. That reminds me of uh, the Dark Universe. Are y'all part of the Dark Universe Hive? You know what I'm talking about here. <laughs> the, I know what you're talking about. I was all for yeah. it, but you know, the, Gary, the, the the Dark Universe was Universal Studios when they were trying to rebrand their their Universal monsters and they were rebooting them and going to try to do like an MCU like yeah. uh, franchise with their right, Universal sorry. monsters. Thanks for having me on the podcast. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm just going to see myself out. That's a horrible idea. It got. It this, got... Uh, oh no! This this has already come and failed. The first movie was the Tom Cruise Mummy movie. It came out and b- before the when the movie opened, it had a new 
Universal logo, and it said Dark Universe. They had it all planned out, and like Johnny Depp was going to play the Invisible Man, and Javier Bardem was Frankenstein's monster, Russell Crowe was uh, Jekyll Hyde, and who else was supposed to be? There's somebody else. And it was going to culminate in a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen's movie. It was going to be like a crossover universe. And then that first movie came out and performed so terribly that the idea got scrapped before it could even start. I mean, they had come up. There's this really terrible uh, still that came out, like a, a really badly photographed photo with with. Tom Cruise and Johnny Depp and Javier Bardem and all these people in it, and you can tell that none of them were in the same room together at all, that it's photoshopped. It's the funniest thing ever. It is aged even worse now. It just cracks me up thinking about the Dark Universe. Shout out to the Dark Universe Hive. I hate there. all of that. I hate every single bit of what you said to me. I like it. I, I would have been okay with it, but Tom Cruise tanked. That movie tanked. That movie sucked. Uh, I didn't even watch it. I just... It didn't look good, and then I heard it was one of the worst pieces of crap ever, so I just never bothered. Even um, trying to think about Tom Cruise being part of, like, an ensemble cast with multiple people over multiple years, it just, I don't think it would work, because he's such a weird guy to get along with. Yeah. Uh, and then you mix that with Johnny Depp, of course, with his raging alcoholism, and that's just a, a series that would that it failed before it took off. Thank God. I've, uh, <laughs> I've sent some images to you all in our in our chat. Um, is, is that what you picked for your, for your movie, Drew? Did you pick the no. universe? <laughs> I've once again procrastinated us a lot here. Uh, I love it. Now, I'll make my picks. I'll, I'll move on. Uh, oh, boy. I am going to take... Nice. Mm. This is tough. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight movies left and two shows. <sighs> Guys, this is hard. I'm between three of them, and I can only take two. So instead of picking I'm... two, just pick one to get rid of. Okay, I'm going to take Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. It's a fair pick. It's a good Mainly pick. because I, I want one of the... I, I'd like to have the Guardians as part of my roster here. i gotta got to have the Guardians. And <sighs> then I am going... Mm, I feel like... There's pros and cons to both of these. <laughs> I'm between Thor and Captain America, the first Avenger. I want one of those. I'm so excited. And I think that I'm getting stuck I'm with the gonna... Eternals. <laughs> I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Captain America, the first Avenger. That's where my heart's at. Um, That's a good pick. <clears throat> I went back and rewatched this. As well before I think before Falcon and the Winter Soldier I went back and watched all of the Captain America movies and I think the, the first Avenger holds up I think it's fun um, I think Chris Evans is good I, it's his intro to the MCU and he obviously became my iconic as Captain America and I don't know there's a lot of stuff I like in this movie I like it a lot too my complaint so like there's Nazis right Feel, I almost feel like they're not Nazi enough. Uh, I want them to be worse, and then I want to watch them die uh, in more brutal ways. You should watch Indiana Jones. Yeah, it was a little. It was a little. Oh. 
What's in well, the box? The Nazis aren't Nazi enough. They're not. I, I, Thank you. They kind of, I don't know, they almost like skirted the fact that they're Nazis. Uh, and it was kind of a, it was like a family-friendly World War II movie. It was weird. You know, you can't do that without undercutting World War II's history. <laughs> is all I'm saying. Give me the Incredible Hulk. Give me Edward Norton's abysmal train what? wreck, the Incredible Hulk. Wow. Give me the colossal piece of shit that is the Incredible Hulk, one of the worst Marvel movies in existence. Give it to me, the original Incredible Hulk. Wow. Wow. Gary's list looks to me like he's trying to come up with the worst movies, of the, <laughs> with the exception of the first few. This happens every time I draft. People I think, say this about my team. I think his his list is strong, in my opinion. I think so too. I like my list, Drew. He, he, he has he has some pretty top tier picks, although he made some very interesting choices as well. Um, I'm going to go with Miss Marvel. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and grab Ms. that Marvel. up. Um, I've talked on the podcast about why I love this show. Uh, it's a good show. It introduced a great character. And uh, if you haven't seen it by now, spoiler alert, it introduces mutants uh, to the MCU. Barely. But it did it. Finally, they do exist. They're in the MCU. No one can say they aren't. Uh, and yeah, it's a good one. Man, there are people out there who love Iron Man 3 and even swear by it being the best MCU movie, and they are going to be so upset that this it has fallen so See, low. I am kind of thinking about taking it because I, I don't hate it. I think it's a good one, too. Uh, I really enjoy his little aside with the kid. I like him like having to essentially guerrilla warfare uh, and like go to the... I like when he goes to the hardware store and he makes a bunch of Home Alone toys, and I don't know. It had a lot of really good moments, but this movie suffers from a villain problem um and like what i hear about what their original intention was it was for the woman to be the bad guy you know like all the way the only bad guy she was gonna do it instead they split her character into uh the male uh, antagonist and it it was all the worst for it i think it would have been much better had she just been the villain um man so for those of you at home, the only ones that are left are the original Thor movie, Iron Man 3, Thor the Dark World, Captain Marvel, The Eternals, and the as-of-yet-incomplete She-Hulk. And you're right, I absolutely would have picked What If by now had it been on the roster. Uh, oh, you would have picked that rounds ago. I would have picked that a while ago, yeah, definitely. Because that... It's in my opinion, I, I love that show. Um, damn, this is, this is a hard pick. I'm trying to do the math. I'm definitely getting the Eternals. I'm going to have it foist upon me. Uh, Gary might surprise you. you he might. I don't know. He might. Spoiler alert. I love the Eternals. <laughs> this is my last pick? No, no, no. It'll come back to you. But how many will be left when it comes back to me? So I'm going to pick one more. One. <laughs> oh, okay, so I'm getting... My last pick is forced on me. Damn! This is the last pick that you actually get a choice in the matter. <laughs> I'm gonna go... 
I'm going to go Iron Man 3. All right, Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3. I, uh, give me She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. No, a, I was going to Not a bad it. pick. Give it to me. It's I want Hulk pick. and She-Hulk, baby. I got them both. If I got you, that mean green. If team. you hate Smart Hulk. <laughs> yeah, I do I hate it all Hulk. ready to go, Gary. I had it ready. I was going to say that it's the best MCU show, or at least I could say that because we don't know yet. It might be. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, um, I honestly haven't even watched the second episode yet. If I'm going to oh, tell you what you can do is you can, you can go right to hell is what you can do. I watched the second well, It's good. I am definitely taking Thor. I was between that uh, and Captain America the First Avenger for my last pick, and uh, Thor is still here on the board, so I'm going to take it. Introduces Chris Hemsworth to the MCU, um, as well as a lot of uh, other lovable characters that have made appearances throughout. I still think that Thor is solid. I like the original Thor more than I like Thor Love and Thunder, which I know is a controversial statement for some uh, that's, that's I like false. Thor. That's, no one, that's yeah. not true for anybody. No one, yeah, but it's just you. I, I used to hate the original Thor movie. I thought it was just garbage. I rewatched it more recently. I liked it a lot more. Uh, what are you now, thinking with it, Drew? Are you thinking Thor with the side of? I already have two Thor movies. Do are I you about to do a one? Hemsworth sweep? No, I'm not. I am going to take. Captain Marvel as my last pick. I'm going to take Captain Marvel. This Wait, movie grossed over a billion dollars. This is an easy decision for me. <laughs> Probably. Wait, just, just wait it out. Hold on. Let me let me uh, pitch my Captain Marvel. I pitch your Captain you know, Marvel. Oh, let, me, let me just say, uh, I've only seen this film once. I saw it in theaters. I remember thinking it was okay. I had some Jude Law in it. Uh, I believe that Annette Bening's in this film, so there's there's some big name actors in it, and uh, Brie Larson, fresh off of an Oscar <clears throat> win, gets forced into the MCU in a big hero role. I think she's all right in it. I liked the '90s feel of it. The the de aging of Samuel Jackson was um, a little bit hit and miss. It looked good physically until he started moving, uh, and that that was a little bit rough. But um, it did have a cat. Remember, there's a cat uh, that does stuff. Because uh, it's a space cat. That's not a cat. You're right. You're right. <laughs> and what else? I'm I'm just trying to make this sound like it was a good yeah, pick for me, guys. I'm trying to make it sound like I really wanted it. Uh, that's okay. Uh, it was uh, definitely the best of the three. choices are Thor, Dark World, and Eternals. And as much <laughs> as I love Kumail Nanjiani, uh, I'm going to take Thor, Dark World, because it has Tom Hiddleston, and they have funny helmets in that one. Uh, for, for my final pick, I would like to take... I, this is a tough one for me, but I think I'm going to go with Eternals. Just such a great multi-faceted <laughs> cast. Uh, a big cast. A lot of stars in it. Uh, the most hero origins of any MCU film. It's got Jon Snow in it. Uh, arguably the highest stakes of any MCU film. And one of the most unaddressed... Uh, <laughs> and loose ends in any MCU film, so it could lead to the best Marvel movie. So that's my argument. I love All right, it. love it, Drew. Take us down your award-winning team list, or Jahan, or whoever's going to start this. Let's let's hear your let's hear your lineup. Let's hear who you're starting. 
Who's on Jahan, your page? You, you started off. Go through your go through your final roster here. Let me put it on the screen so people at home can see if they're watching live. Uh, but yeah, my roster. I think I have a really, really good roster. I got Avengers Endgame. I've got, you know, so Avengers Endgame, probably the best MCU movie. I don't care who you are. That movie, that movie slaps. That movie slaps real hard. Um, I'm with you. I'm with you. Spider-Man Far From Home. My boy Halls as Mysterio crushes it. Uh, Spider-Man on Vacation crushes it. And also, I do believe this is the first MCU film to deal with the death of Tony Stark. Um, and it's very touching. They make you cry again, you know? They just, they wrench them tears out of your face. Uh, and you also come get... Come on, come on, on with it. On with it? Okay. Uh, WandaVision, the best MCU show, and probably one of the best things the MCU's ever put out. Um, I believe it was nominated for, like, all the Emmys, too, right? Gary, you hear this guy and how hard he's trying to put over oh his team right now? He's just pandering God. for votes at this point. <laughs> oh, I thought I was supposed to defend my list. Iron Man, no. the original, uh, the very first MCU movie, the one that set the tone. Uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, Black Panther. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Doctor Strange. Falcon and the Winter, show, the, uh, Winter Soldier, the show. Uh, the Miss Marvel show, Iron Man three, and then of course my crowning accomplishment, The Eternals. Even the best for last. Yeah, that one Gary really shoots my team in the foot, man. <laughs> Gary, let's hear your roster. Um, we're starting off with Civil War, moving to Guardians of the Galaxy, two great ensemble movies. Then into Spider Man Homecoming, that's my origin movie. I got Ant Man. Then I go into shows before anybody else, and I pick up Loki what? and <laughs> Hawkeye. That's not true. Oh, yeah, you picked up WandaVision. I picked up WandaVision, right. yeah. Uh, I pick up Loki and Hawkeye. After Loki and Hawkeye, I move on to Iron Man 2. An interesting choice here. Then we go Thor, Love and Thunder, Moon Knight, Incredible Hulk, She-Hulk, and Thor Dark World. Not my favorite, but definitely one of the more fantasy-based Marvel movies. Uh, so I'm not that mad about it. You got magic weapons and, and dark. Dark World is really close realms. to being good. Yeah, it, it just misses been the mark. Not a train wreck, but instead yeah. it was a horrible train wreck. Drew, take it away. All right, so I chose Avengers: Infinity War, Spider-Man: No Way Home, Ooh. The Avengers, Ooh. Thor: Ragnarok. Captain America, The Winter Soldier, Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings, Black Widow, Avengers Age of Ultron, Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 2, Captain America, The First Avenger, Thor, and finally, the one that I knew I wanted the entire time, and I just knew it would drop to the end, Captain Marvel. Um, I will say, it's worth noting, I didn't realize this as we were drafting, uh, I did not get any of the MCU shows, which I feel like is on brand for me as the the movie guy who has always talked about how much he likes movies. I did not take any of the shows. However, that's not for lack of trying. I, I honestly would have taken uh, WandaVision if Jahan hadn't taken it when he did. And honestly, Gary, if it had come back around to me around the time you took Hawkeye, I absolutely would have taken Hawkeye. Those were the two that were on 
on my radar. Yeah, you took Loki and Hawkeye like right out of my hands, man. I think that Drew's list is halfway unwatchably terrible. <laughs> what? I think I think after Captain America and the Winter Soldier, Drew's list dive bombs. It gets bad. Oh, man. <laughs> Mine's fun. I have I would, a fun list. If you invited me to your house to watch those movies, I would pass. That is a bad list of movies. <laughs> I think you can tell that I'm a homer for, like, the Phase 1 original Avengers. I've got both Captain America, the first Avenger, and Thor. I've got the original Avengers movie. I've got Black Widow, which is the only standalone Black Widow movie. And i got a you know another Thor movie, another Captain America movie. I don't know. I'm a homer for, for the, the Phase 1 OGs going into Phase 2. I feel like y'all got a lot of the origin stories for the new characters. And Gary's got Ant-Man. Uh, Jahan's got Doctor Strange. And Gary's got uh, the original Guardians of the Galaxy movie. You know, all those kind of phase two intro- introductory characters. Y'all split up. Do we do a trade now? <laughs> uh, Jahan, I will say that your list is... That's a pretty strong list, man. I got, I've got no hate for your list at all. Uh, I'm happy with the way my list turned out, but I am devastated that I didn't get Loki or Hawkeye. It really hurts. It gives... Your your list having those in the middle makes your list look so good. Because <laughs> those are, those I are strong picks. I would allow one trade per team, like one initiated trade, trade per team. However, the problem with that is that I feel like I get the short end of the stick there because I think the movies that y'all would would trade from me or that y'all would take from me are not the ones I'm willing to trade and the ones I would be willing to trade y'all would y'all wouldn't want anyway. We don't have to trade. That's okay. I just really want Hawkeye. <laughs> I want it very badly. Uh but hey I don't know. Maybe maybe one of y'all I don't know if anybody has some good Photoshop skills, but to to somehow make this look pretty or something with a cool fresh out the box graphic to put out there on Twitter that and then do a poll where you can vote for Drew, Gary, or Jahan. I think that would be kind of fun. I know how to do that, kind of. I can do it. Yeah, yeah. let's do that. We'll try to do that after because obviously we have to let the people speak. We're going to have to let the people uh, speak, but let's yell at each other for a second here. <laughs> uh, I almost have, like, I want to be like, I win. You know, like look at my list. My list, my list is better. But Gary's got some good stuff. Drew, you lose. <laughs> you lose. I see, and I feel like I win. I feel like I win far and away. But then Gary tells me half my list is unwatchable. Yeah. So I, I don't know what. To I don't think yet. it's unwatchable. But half your list is like, like bargain barrel DVD night. This is for what sure. are you talking about? Which ones are you are you specifically speaking to? Like, I can see that maybe for Black Widow. And maybe for Avengers Age of Ultron. Those are probably two of the war and Captain Marvel. Your, the other ones I feel like are solid. Your best Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is a worse Guardians of the Galaxy movie than Thor Love and Thunder. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I honestly haven't seen Guardians 2 since I saw it in theaters. I've seen it. I've seen it since. I, yeah, I've I done a full that, rewatch a couple times. That might change your mind. That one's not good. It could have been better, for sure. Uh, it has its moments, but it's not the best. Uh, yeah, I would... Russell in the MCU, guys, come on. I mean, Show a little you respect can, for you know, our legendary actors. 
You can put a pig in a dress. It, it doesn't make it sexy, though. Uh, and Kurt Russell's the dress in that scenario. Because <laughs> the pig is the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. <laughs> and that dress does not make me want to fuck that pig, Drew. I'm sorry. But that's probably your strongest movie in your bottom half, I would say. Because uh, Age of Ultron... So, <laughs> I'm thought... letting your recency bias of these newer movies get ahead of Captain America: The First Avenger. I've seen them. Those are entirely I've solid them. movies that we wouldn't have the rest of the MCU. That's fair. Without. Y'all are crazy. Y'all That's are fair. crazy. That's fair. You are definitely a historian, but no one ever you know, asks I... historians to entertain them. <laughs> There's yeah, a few I mean... of these I won't defend. Like I maybe took Shang Chi a little bit too early, but honestly, that's because I thought that one of y'all was going to take it. I love <laughs> Shang Chi. I thought it was good. I thought somebody was going to steal it, so I, I took it. What, what do you want? <laughs> a good list. That was the whole point. <laughs> uh, Drew, it's okay. You have good ones on your list. Like Thor Ragnarok's a great get. You know the original yeah, Avengers took movie. Iron Man two, Moon Knight. The Incredible Hulk, Thor: The Dark World. These are these are th- the worst. Of you the do MCU. you do have a point. The I thing didn't take Thor: The Dark World. What I did was not take the Eternals. <laughs> All right, that's fair. That's, that's fair. fair. Uh, the thing about see, you're not wrong. Gary's list, like his first pick is Civil War. <laughs> that's interesting to that say the me. least. I... I would have bet a hundred dollars cash that the first three picks against across all three of us would be Endgame, Infinity War, and No Way Home. I thought absolutely those were the first three, and Gary taking Civil War immediately threw a curveball into everything that I thought was going to come. I unprecedented that I got Infinity War and No Way Home. I can't believe that that happened. I I, think I love Paul Rudd. I like I like his interactions with Captain America a lot because he just treats him like he's Jesus. Yeah, his interactions <laughs> with all the characters are great, but even to another level where not just Scott Lang, but Paul Rudd. I'm a yeah. fucking mark for Paul Rudd. That's fair. I love whatever he's in. I love Wet Hot American Summer and the, the follow-up sequel, and they're terrible. They're totally trash, but Paul Rudd's in them, and I love Paul Rudd, and I love him in Role Models, and I love anything he's in. Uh, Paul Rudd is the man. Are you excited uh, that he was just cast in the third season of uh, Only Murders in the Building? Did you see that Uh, news? Yeah, and I saw him in the second season of Only Murders in the Building because he's in the finale. Oh, I wouldn't know. I haven't haven't gotten there yet. Okay, good to know. I'm totally marking out this week. It's a week for Paul Rudd. So your first pick through everyone... Civil War, interesting get, for sure. But then you followed up with two very strong picks. Guardians of the Galaxy set the entire, like, new tone of the MCU, for better or worse. You can't argue that. And then uh, Spider-Man Homecoming is really good. It's a fantastic Spider-Man movie. Um, Ant-Man, interesting pick. I understand you like Paul Rudd. It's It's in a weird spot, because Drew's over here with Thor Ragnarok. And you're over here with the original Doctor Iron Man, Strange and Iron Man, and then Drew's got Winter Soldier. So, so Loki's kind of tucked in a weird spot. I feel like Winter Soldier's better than Civil War, if you ask me. But uh, Ant Man's in a weird spot. Uh, Loki, yeah, Loki and Hawkeye. Those are really what elevate Gary's list for me, because I'm very jealous of those picks. Um, but 
I mean, as we're talking about, I think I win. If I'm being completely honest, I absolutely won, and y'all are gonna be embarrassed when people <laughs> vote. And this movie's you're like, eh, Drew picked it. it's unwatchable. These are the ones the people like. I was Bro. picking my list for the people. Y'all Bro. are being selfish and picking a list for yourselves. <laughs> I was thinking of everybody else. Is this what drafts are like? Doing this for the people. Is he doing half a football bit? The, <laughs> half of the country voted for the wrong guy, and half of the country can vote for your stupid fucking list too. It doesn't make it right. Uh, either Jahan or I won this, and I think if, it was if half the If half the country votes on this, I'll be pretty happy. <laughs> um, I think Jahan wins this list, but I I do like the shows, and I've got the shows. Uh, except for WandaVision, but I've, I've got shows. The I've shows are the only thing, if I could add Hawkeye instead of something on my list, I think I would reign supreme here. Uh, but yeah. It's definitely a close one. Um, hey, just saying, as I said, <laughs> I just pulled up some more information. The highest grossing MCU movies worldwide. Do you know the top five? Do you know the top five of these? Are they, are they your top five? Avengers Endgame's number one, so John has that. Mine. Number two, Avengers Infinity War Fair, on my yours. list. Yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home is number three on my list. The Avengers is number four on my list. Avengers Ultron on my list. (laughs) Okay. Four of the top five highest grossing MCU movies are on my list. Then Black Panther, so we go back to... Is that on your list, Jahan? Iron Man 3, also on Jahan's. Yeah! Captain America Civil War is number eight, which is on Gary. So the first, the highest grossing of Gary's (laughs) is, is number eight. Then Far From Home, and then Captain Marvel. Half of the top ten highest grossing movies are on my list. The people have spoken, and the people love Drew's list. I also pulled my up the top ten worst Marvel movies of all time. One <laughs> of those are on your list. How many? Four. Oh, God! Uh, that is, this See, Drew, is from, it's from your... CBR, yeah. and it's... Uh, uh, let's see. Iron Man three is number ten. I got it. Then Thor, uh, just the original as an underwhelming debut. Drew's got that. Uh, Thor? <laughs> they have Thor lower than the Dark World? No, Dark World's up the list. Uh, number eight out of ten is Ant Man and the Wasp. Seven out of ten is First Avenger. Six out of ten, Iron Man two. Five out of ten, Captain Marvel. Four out of ten, Dark World. Three out of ten. Black Widow, 2 out of 10, The Incredible Hulk, and 1 out of 10, <laughs> everyone's favorite, The Eternals. What an abysmal piece of yeah. shit. Yeah, so I have the worst movie? You do have the worst And the movie. best we one. All, we all knew that. Yeah, There's so many that I think are worse than Black Widow. That's crazy, man. This is crazy talk. Yeah, everything's all, crazy. It's a crazy upside down world. The internet is full of opinions, and they're all wrong. Jahan, I think, wins the draft. <laughs> yeah. So we will let the people. Speak. Yeah, we'll let the people can pick the people's champion. But as of right now, I'm wearing Misa crown. Drew, I love you. He's <laughs> <laughs> so mad. Since You're going to be surprised. You're going to be surprised. Since She-Hulk was the one that we decided to add at the end, and it was kind of the floating one, can I take Tom Brady instead? <laughs> Tom no. Brady is the goat, you know. Without a question. Does does Gronkowski count as a Hulk? I, I'll <laughs> let you take... 
I won't let you take a Tom Brady. I'll let you take maybe like a Mitchell Trubisky instead. I'll keep. I'll keep She-Hulk. Thanks. <laughs> uh, but hey, that was our MCU draft. That went. That was fun. You're right, Drew. That was fun. I enjoyed that. And yeah, we'll we'll, we'll put this. Uh, keep an eye out on our Twitters. We'll be posting a poll at some point that everyone at home can participate in. Uh, to let us know which list you like the most. Um, but I think that's all for this episode of Fresh Out the Box. Uh, I have been the board game guru and game master extraordinaire and winner of the draft, Jahananan, at RockFact on Twitter. <laughs> it's me, it's me, Casualty CDG, and I am the runner-up winner of the draft. This came in second place, Jahan was first place. Uh, I'm really happy that we did this. I'm happy that we all got to pick some good movies. I don't think Drew understood the assignment. Uh, that's okay. You know, better luck next year, buddy. Uh, if you guys like tabletop role-playing games, come catch us every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 p.m. until 11 p.m. Central Standard Time, where we play things with people and have fun. If you like movies, video games, streaming shows, and other content, uh, tell your friends about Fresh Out the Podcast. We do this every Sunday. There's a new episode of Fresh Out the Podcast. Uh, always going to be fresh new content for you to enjoy. Uh, thanks for being here. And I know. You- I had to mute my mic because I was dying. (laughs) (laughs) I am Drew Munhausen at Drew Munhausen on Twitter. Or you can all just call me the people's champion because that's what I am doing this for all of you. All of our loyal listeners and fans, you're welcome. I'm here for you and I will be your voice in future drafts uh, if we do more of these. But yes, thank you so much. I didn't say it up front. This is episode 60 of Fresh Out the Podcast. Yeah. We've made it to episode 60. Thank you for listening. And that's all we got. Stay fresh, everybody.